Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Welcome to episode 162 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison. This is the only show that delivers proven practical tips and advice on growing a successful membership website each and every week right into your ears. If you are new to the show, what I want you to do is go ahead and hit that subscribe button on your podcast app to make sure that you don't miss a single episode. And if you're a long-term listener, you know that I love you. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Thanks for listening and for all of your support. I truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. Okay, so for this episode, I am pulling out my soapbox. Those of you who listen for a while will know that from time to time, I rail against some of the biggest myths and misinformation in the membership space. And today, I want to bust perhaps the biggest myth when it comes to memberships, one that's been doing the rounds for years, something that's behind a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry amongst membership owners. Tell me if you've heard this one before. The average length of time someone will stay subscribed to your membership is only three months. You've heard that before, right? You've seen supposed experts throwing this statistic around, right? I'm sure you have. Well, here's the truth. That three-month average subscription length, it's nonsense. Utter nonsense. So in today's episode, I want to take a quick look at where that whole three-month thing came from in the first place and why this myth has persisted. But more importantly, I'm not just going to bust that myth, I'm going to correct it. We're going to talk about the idea of average subscription lengths for memberships and we're going to look at whether or not there actually is an industry average. Sound good? Okay, let's do this. So where did this myth of the three-month average member subscription length come from? And if it's so inaccurate, why has it persisted for all of these years? Well, here are two things you'll notice about people who repeatedly bang that three-month drum. They repeatedly make that claim that people will only stay subscribed on average for three months in your membership. First of all, they usually don't have a source for that three-month figure. And even if they do cite a source... Usually when you look at it, it's just another person making the same claim without an actual, credible, verifiable source to back it up. And secondly, quite often you'll notice that these people have something to sell you that promises to combat the three-month problem. Now, at best, this means that people are keeping this myth alive simply because there are no good statistics about the typical membership site. There are no industry averages. And so all they can find when they're writing articles about memberships, recording podcasts, is just somebody who seems credible saying that the average retention is three months. So at best, this myth is kept alive just because there's no good alternative statistics in the membership industry. But at worst, people are keeping this myth alive because they directly profit from getting their audience, their customers to panic over the possibility that they'll set up a membership site and it will perform so poorly. Because a three-month retention is bad. It's terrible, right? If you're thinking that that's the standard, that's the average, then of course it's going to make you panic. It's going to make you seek out a solution that will help you avoid similar sort of underperformance. 
And unfortunately, you have people out there taking advantage of that. Snake oil salesmen who want you to be scared that all of your hard work is going to go to waste because no matter how many members you attract, they won't stay long enough for your business to actually be viable. And of course, when you then buy their product, you buy their course, you follow their advice, and then suddenly, wow, your member retention is better than just the three-month stat that they gave you, then you think they're a genius, right? But they're not. Three-month average member length would be 33% churn, which is absolutely ludicrous. Do you want to know where the whole three-month thing comes from? In my research, the earliest mentions of that three-month figure for average subscriber retention were all in reference to the online pornography industry. That stat comes from porn websites. Now, yes, of course, technically, they are membership sites, but I'm betting that your membership doesn't fit into that category, right? But even then... There was no source quoted. There was no industry research. There was no data compiled that this three-month thing came from. It's pure anecdotal stuff that had its roots with online porn sites and has somehow been morphed into a widely accepted figure for the type of memberships we talk about here on this podcast. Memberships that are typically e-learning and community-based. But the truth is that memberships, those type of memberships, honestly... It's a bit of a cottage industry. People aren't running the sort of memberships we're discussing on this show here at such a massive scale that there's some centralized database of industry stats. There is no source of data on the average membership site. Now, sometimes the people you see throwing this three-month figure around are people who are involved with membership plugins. Perhaps they developed a WordPress membership plugin, or maybe that's what they used to do and they moved on to something else. But the thing is... WordPress membership plugins don't send usage data or statistics back to the developer for everyone who's using them. So just because someone's built a membership plugin doesn't mean that they have any idea on the number of members that their users of that plugin are getting beyond the occasional glimpse if they're in there logging into their customers' websites providing tech support. When you're doing that, maybe you might take a sneaky little count of how many members they've got. But again, this data just isn't available. And having a WordPress membership plugin or a business that sells a WordPress membership plugin doesn't mean that you have all of these statistics. Again, anything is going to be purely anecdotal. So with all of this being said, hopefully you guys are going to agree with me that we can call BS on the whole three-month average subscription length thing, right? It's a stat that comes from porn. It's a stat where there's literally not a single credible data source that can be found or cited to back it up. It's something that is typically only quoted and only passed around and bandied around by snake oil salesmen, internet marketing types with a product to sell. And it just doesn't make sense. Of course, the industry average churn rate isn't 33 to 34%. Nobody would be running memberships if that was the case. So let's agree that we can call BS on the whole three-month average subscription length, right? But if it's not three months, what is it? Well, as we've said before, there isn't some sort of central statistics service that compiles this information and this data across the entire membership industry. There is no census. There is no yearly audit. Have you been asked what your average subscription rate is, what your average member subscription length is? 
Probably not. So, with this in mind, there's always going to be a little bit of an anecdotal element to any discussion of a quote-unquote industry average. The truth is, there is no industry average. However, there are some places you can go that have data available that help to give a better picture of the sort of ballpark we're looking at if you want to find that sweet spot in terms of average member subscription length. So, We've taken a look at some of these places. The first source we're going to look at is a service called Recurly. Recurly is a subscription management platform and they compile publicly available stats and KPIs based on the performance of their own customers who are running subscription businesses. So these include memberships, but they also include things like software as a service, subscription box companies, and so on. So any type of business that has a recurring payment element that manages subscriptions. So not just memberships. Now, their overall churn rate for all the subscription businesses that use their service is 6.73%. That works out at around about 14 to 15 months average subscriber length. For B2B subscription businesses, it's only 6.22%. So those are subscription companies that operate purely on a business-to-business basis. Their customers are other businesses. For B2C, which is business-to-consumer, that churn rate is higher. It's around about 8.11%, or roughly 12 months. Now, Recurly actually break their stats down further by the type of subscription business. One of the categories that they provide stats for is education-based subscription companies. So it's fair to say that this likely encompasses the types of memberships that we talk about here on this show. Now, when we look just as that educational category, when we narrow it down, these types of subscriptions have a higher churn rate. On average, it's around about 10.52% or nine and a half months. For B2B, It's much lower, 6.21% or 16 months. For B2C, 10.75 or 9 months. Okay, so that's all from Recurly.com. Again, they don't deal exclusively in memberships, but we've crunched things down into the category of stats that actually most closely applies to the membership model. So let's take a look at another source. This time we're using a source called Bear Metrics, which is an analytics platform for subscription businesses. They too have public stats available that are based on their users' business performance. Unlike Recurly, there's no way to narrow this down by industry, but they do have an interesting breakdown by price bracket that's certainly worth a look. So for most memberships that we see, you're generally looking around $25 to $50 a month in terms of the price range of the typical membership we deal with. So according to Bear Metrics, subscriptions at that price range, $25 to $50 a month, on average, they have a churn rate of 8.7%. That's a subscription length, an average member subscription length of 11 and a half months. At the $10 to $25 a month range, that churn rate is 6.8% or 14 and a half months. And at the $50 to $100 a month price range, so a higher ticket membership, it's 8.3% churn rate or 12 months. So there's a lot of numbers there. We're starting to see some patterns, right? A ballpark range is emerging in terms of how long people typically stay subscribed to memberships and subscription products. 
And it's definitely not three bloody months. Now, of course, I've been doing my best to keep giving caveats to those numbers because they're not coming exclusively from the type of memberships most of you guys are running or from the type of membership that we're running ourselves at membersiteacademy.com. Although, again, in the case of Recurly.com, I think it's a fair connection to draw between the education subscription business category and the sort of sites we're talking about here. Essentially, subscription e-learning. But to add some more membership-specific data into the mix, a year or so ago, we conducted a survey of our own where we surveyed several hundred membership site owners. And when we crunched those numbers, the average reported subscription length was around about nine months. So again, this lines up a hell of a lot closer to what data from those two other sources is telling us. Nine to 12 months seems to be the sweet spot here. And that's three to four times more than the three-month figure that constantly gets thrown around. And as we've hopefully demonstrated, the industry that you're in, whether you're B2B or B2C, the price that you're charging, and so on and so on, all of these things move the needle in terms of what you can expect for average membership length. But as we said before, there is no industry average figure for online memberships. The industry simply just isn't big enough, and there's no centralized statistic service that gets this data for us. There is no industry average, but if there were, you can be damn sure that it's not three months. But at the end of the day, none of this matters. Your piano teaching membership is not being graded on how well you perform compared to someone else's knitting patterns membership. You don't get a sticker or a prize for hanging on to your members one month longer than other memberships in your niche do. The only average that matters the only numbers you need to compete with are your own so stop worrying too much about industry averages stop listening to those self-proclaimed gurus who try and panic you into buying their product by telling you that if you don't then people are going to leave after three months hopefully today's episode has helped erase any of that and ease any panic that you might have about the viability of the membership model that the whole three-month average can create for some people. And I hope that I've helped steer you away from anyone trying to sell you an overpriced course that is predicated on facilitating that myth. All right, soapbox getting pushed away. Again, the point of this episode isn't to give you a definitive industry average. Hopefully, I've explained why such a thing does not and cannot exist for the particular type of memberships that we're talking about here. But even in the absence of that certifiable, rock-solid industry average from memberships, even in the absence of all of that, I do hope some of the data that we've looked at, some of the sources we've reviewed, quite clearly indicates that the ballpark we're looking at is far longer than the three months that is so often quoted. That's it from me for this week. I really do hope you found this episode interesting, useful, 
entertaining? <laughs> I don't know. Let me know what you thought. Let me know if today's episode has helped give you some clarity or even hopefully remove some of the anxiety that can kick in when you think that you're fighting against such a high potential member turnover. I'd love to hear from you guys. Give me a shout on social. If you're on Twitter, I am at Membership Guys. If you're on Facebook, make sure you're part of our free Facebook group. Just type Membership Mastermind into the Facebook search bar. That'll take you to our group. We've got about 9,000 membership site owners in there right now. We're helping each other out, answering questions, supporting each other. And I'd love to hear from you inside that group what you thought about today's episode. That's it from me. Be sure to check in next week with the Membership Guys podcast for another weekly dose of proven practical membership tips and advice. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.